One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey yo! Welcome to Alex McCarthy's Wrestling Daily, right here on the Wrestling Daily YouTube channel. That is right. You are seeing the man to my right for the second time this week, Sat E Niangi. My first time in the hot seat, but you're stuck with me for the rest of the week. It is Alex McCarthy. That is Sat E Niangi, brother. How are you? I'm good. Sat E stands for Enliven. We're here to enliven the chat. You know, I can't wait to get to the titular news, which is how many, you know, women tag team has been broken up. There's now a single female tag team. That's the big news going around on the Twitterverse, social media, you name it. It doesn't make sense. The only female tag team at the moment is a tag team champions. WTF. Anyway, get us to 15K subscribers. We're trying to get there so we can do Quizomania War Games. I've never done Quizomania. They're afraid of me because I'm a bit of a loose cannon. But get us there <laughs> so we can whoop, wrestle, Talks, booty, daily gang, mount up. Whoop that ass, as Sat says. Um, man, I mean, to be fair, the the graphic there is slightly outdated because I believe we're at twelve thousand seven hundred odd. So, thank you very much, guys, for the continued subscribing, the thumbs up, all of that helps. Thank you so very much. Uh, but without further ado, let's invite you all to be a part of the show too. Get your ultra chats in to wrestletalk.com forward slash wrestling daily because we have some news to jump into tonight. But as always, we welcome your hot takes. We want to know what you think about the draft, what's going to happen. But first of all, it's the titular news, as Cyclone has rightly pointed out. Listen, everyone's in on it. It's, it's, it's the correct gateway into your titular news. How else would we, how else would we say it? Anyway. Sat, we're talking about an oh-so-nearly WWE tag team disaster. Now, we know that they've made a ton of, frankly, terrible decisions over the past couple of years to split people up. Iconic springs to mind, uh, but there are many, many others among them. Apparently, they were very close to getting rid of the Street Profits. Right. Uh, why... Why would you do you know what? Yeah, hey Mac, in WWE land, a year is too long. A year is like dog years for WWE. You've you've been together for a year, and then in Street Profits, uh, I guess the plus side is they've been tag team champions already, they're already yeah. a decorated tag team and had, had a it. good run. Had they've had run. they've had a good run, yeah, compared to other tag teams that came before them, uh, that have come from NXT, they've had a good run. So if they, if they did break them up, would it be too soon? Yes. 
But at the same time, the Hardy Boys were broken up after that like, three years being together when they got broken up in 2002. They've been together since like 99 or 98 in terms of the mainstream side of WWE. Mm. So it's not out of the norm for WWE split up tag teams. The Dudley Boys, they came in 99. They got split up in the draft in 2002. Yeah, they got put back together because, you know, they realized there was no singles potential for them at that time. But it's clear that Montez Ford is a star. Montez Ford is going to do great in the future. He's got that next potential. He's got that charisma like The Rock where it's just natural. It's not forced. You give him Ooh. something to do. It just comes out beautiful. And then areas where Angela Dawkins may flounder. Angela Dawkins is six foot five. You know, he's a six foot five man. He's got, you know, a great athletic background. He may surprise people by himself what he can do. But people are worried about him if they do break up. Amac, what do you think? <sighs> I mean... I'm glad they didn't split them up, first and foremost. That's that's what I will say. Um, I do feel like, for now, the Street Profits are better off together. I don't see an obvious spot for either in a singles role right now. You know what I mean? Like, we were crying out for the Big E push. That was kind of there. It was long overdue. I think there's still some legs for the Street Profits. I agree with what you say, though, because I think Montez Ford is the obvious star of the pair. But it doesn't that shouldn't really downplay what Dawkins brings to the table either. I think a lot of keen viewers will know that Dawkins has come on a lot over the past 12 months, 18 months, perhaps. Um, in ring, the guy can absolutely go. It's just the fact that you're standing him next to one of the most charismatic blokes in the whole company that leads people to kind of not an afterthought, but Montez is the guy, right? Like people are thinking Montez is going to be, to quote the Usos, the one, we the ones. Um, and I don't know, man, like, I, I could, I, I do think there's a extremely high ceiling for Montez Ford. And hopefully they continue like the new trend of, you don't have to turn on everybody to, to go solo. You know, you want the street profits to always kind of, you know, be the brothers, I guess. But um, yeah, it's, it's interesting that WWE considered this. Let me dive into this a bit deeper. Uh, PW Insider reported it on Monday and Dave Meltzer, of course, discussed it the following day. The original concept was Montez Ford would move to Raw with Dawkins. He would remain on SmackDown. However, WWE decided to split up T-Bar and Mace instead. Uh, that kind of blows my mind, Sat. It was an either-or of those two teams. Oh, I'm, I'm happy because now we can get Dominic Dijakovic and, and when Vince is the name, ugh, just Dijakovic or just Dominic. Oh no, we got Dominic Mysterio. Dijakovic. D, big D, big D. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Because his name, I don't know. Vince, he's got the name that Vince would hate eventually. I like Dominic yeah. Dijakovic. I like the fact that it forces you to use words from the English language. But um, yeah, Mace is the, for me, is the question mark because Dominic yeah. you know his track record from NXT if you if you are an independent wrestling fan you know that Chris Dijak you know his history in PWG RH we know what he brings to the table but Mace Dion aka Dio Madden he started off as a raw announcer in for WWE you know that was his first yeah. appearance before came... uh before Brock fucked him up <laughs> right right and then he never got his revenge he got no. punked out and then the thing is yeah if if Mace was five foot Eight, seven. I would understand, but the guy's a big lad. He's like six big. foot six, six foot seven. And I, I, I dislike this trope with WWE. They treat big guys like jabronis. 
And it's like, what happened to the land of giants? Why not treat him like the monster? He may get that delayed push now on SmackDown, but it, it, it didn't make sense why they didn't give him that opportunity. You could have been a natural baby face by now. But yeah, it's weird. But I'm happy. T-Bar Mace, nah, they won't go anywhere. Oh yeah, absolutely they weren't. And and I, I, what I mean is I don't understand why it was Street Profits or them. Like, they're in completely different lanes, right? With Montez at a completely different level to either... And I mean this in terms of being over, quote unquote, in the WWE world um, compared to Dijak or Mace. But I did say this on Twitter the other day. Dijak is uh, the potential to be a big player on Raw. They haven't let him do that yet. We've seen his work, PWG, NXT. If you let him go, his work in the ring will get him over. Guaranteed. Get him over. You've got Keith Lee, who's on Raw. You've got Dijak, who's on Raw. Both heels now. You know, maybe there's like an alliance to be had there and then a few because we know from Bianca Belair and Charlotte Flair's first time ever match that they don't give a damn what they've done in NXT. And they would say, oh, you know, Keith Lee, Dijak, first time ever, even though it's like the 7,000th. But they could still get each other over in a big, big way. So, um, yeah, it, I don't understand that rationale of profits or these guys, but I think the right result was reached. All's well that ends well, sat, as the old expression goes on that one. But yeah, obviously we know the two-night draft is now concluded, but the new rosters take effect, importantly, on Friday the 22nd of October, which follows, obviously, it's the day after Crown Jewel, and we've got a few world title matchups on that card, so... Things could look different by then. We'll have to wait and see. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
Uh, moving on into other news. Zaddy. Miyagi. I do want to say this quickly, though, um, because I did mention um, on Twitter today that I wasn't a huge fan of it. Sat, I wanted you to give your take on Corey Graves' commentary. I was going to call it a burial, but I'm going to leave that for you it's to decide. Burial. Of, uh, of Dana Brooke during the match. Now, j- just to give those context who might not be aware, Graves says, to quote him, uh, where is it? I'm all for giving people time to develop, time to realise their potential. But at some point, you've got to cut your losses. Dana Brooke hasn't achieved much of anything. He says, as uh, Shayna put on a quick beatdown of her. Um, I'm not a huge fan of. Listen, uh, at the end of the day, I know nothing of the wrestling business other than what is told to us by those in the wrestling business. But one of the things that, you know, JR and many other people kind of pontificate about when it comes to commentary is the idea that the end goal is to get someone over, right? You're meant to highlight that. If you are looking for Shayna Baszler's win to mean something, then she needs to beat a credible opponent in Dana Brooke and vice versa. If if Dana Brooke, for her stock to rise, you need to make it seem like this is a credible competition. To just say Dana Brooke shouldn't really be here because she's never done anything. Somebody will have to explain to me how that benefits anybody involved in that scenario. I, I, I don't, the amount of times you could say during a match, this person isn't very good, or, you know, you could point out flaws on nearly anybody, right? But you don't because you're meant to highlight the strengths and make it an attractive proposition of what they're watching. You're meant to buy into who you're watching. If you never saw Dana Brooke last, like, before last night and you tuned in and you were told that, what's your impression of Dana Brooke? Because it's, it's not as if she then shocked the world and overcame and turned a corner no. and there's a story arc. She no. got squashed. No. So... I'm having a hard time. It it just didn't sit well with me. Like imagine in any other line of work, someone overtly saying you shouldn't be here. And then people kind of on Twitter are going, you know, a couple of them, the replies were, Oh, he's a heel. And that's the work. Like Jerry King Lawler was never going, this guy's crap. He shouldn't be in this company. Like, you know, in in his apex or, you know, there's a way to garner heat that serves to push the baby face, right? Because you hate them and you want to, you want to, uh, you hate that qualities that they're so good about. Not just, oh, these guys are, are crap. Um, I, 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 whatever the goal was, I don't think it was executed very well, Sat. That's my that's my take. It, it, for me, it's quite bizarre because I feel like Dana Brooke has been unlucky when it comes to opportunities. So going back to NXT, because we were sp- speaking off air about this, I was a fan of Dana Brooke in NXT with her pairing with Emma. I feel like it had potential. And I also feel like um, Dana Brooke is much better as a heel. She's miscast as a baby face. I know in real life she works very hard. You know, it was it was put in the news like a couple of years ago that she's been putting hours in, in, in the performance center. She's like the last, the first person did the last person to leave. And also, every time she gets momentum, she gets split up with her team. You know, they split up her and Emma, and then they fired her. They put it together with, with Mandy Rose. They're gaining some traction as the, as the super muscle friends. Then all of a sudden, Mandy Rose goes to NXT. And of course, Dana's got nothing to do. And also, you know, shout out to her uh, alliance with, with Charlotte Flair. That was short-lived. She was doing okay yeah. as the enforcer for Charlotte Flair. So it's like every, every time when it looks like she's turned a corner and they're building her up, 
they they basically WWE's got like ADHD, like oh, oh short term, you know, tension spans. Like ah, oh, let, let's just break them up for no reason, and then she's left out in the cold. Because I do feel like you know, not everyone can be world champion, and especially in the women's division now that's becoming you know packed. Uh, for me, Dana Brooke comes across as someone that'll be great in a tag team. She needs the right partner. If the whole Dewdrop saving her situation, she may become a tag team with Dewdrop because they need new tag teams. That can become a makeshift tag team in itself. Who knows? But what Corey Graves said was over the top and, and bang out of order. And I know for a fact, it may not be Corey who wants to say it. It may be Vince sending now a, a, a warning to her saying, hey, We've invested this time in you. You haven't really done much. The next time we chop someone's you know head off, you know, on a chopping block, you may be on that, which sucks. But yeah, mm. to do it overtly publicly like that, if that was the case, then Jesus. Uh, as as Maximilian uh, the Great says here, Vince had to have told Corey to say that that kind of crap always comes from the top. Probably true. Um, I did speculate that myself on Twitter. I have no idea, of course, but um, the direction, if not the exact language, pro- would have definitely probably let me change the word from definitely to probably Vince McMahon um you know and then and Corey's got to run with that I'm, I'm not here I'm not you know please don't confuse it. I'm not out here like Castle Corey Graves like Corey Graves very good at his job normally um I just feel like this is a big misfire I don't see how it serves to benefit anyone involved and that's kind of my problem because you don't just want to trash people on in front of millions on tv for for what uh just devalues them i don't understand so that's where i'm coming from on that one um whoever wherever it came from i just don't think it was a good idea so there you go um but that's that i'm sure everyone will bounce back hopefully uh next fit sticking with women quick sat fightful select were reporting this week that tessa blanchard is going to make a return to professional wrestling. Uh, now, I remember when she first became an agent, and I remember some people saying to me, she'll probably end up in WWE. And, you know, it was like, oh, yeah, maybe, I guess. Like, if anyone, put it this way, if WWE were going to, if there was anyone who could say, we don't really care about the backlash, it probably is WWE. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that hasn't happened. Uh, Tessa's Tully Blanchard is in AEW. She still hasn't gone there, which is crazy indicative of of the mud that is on her name in the wrestling business. Um, Nonetheless, wow, women of wrestling. Uh, They are basically getting back up and running, and she is one of the first people that they are going to be signing to a contract. We've spoken about this before, I believe, Sat, of like what Tessa needs to do to get back involved. It'd be interesting to see the reception of her, but really the onus is on her here to kind of mend those fences and prove that she's grown from the person who had such a, like I said, a muddied name in this industry. That's that's not going to happen, Amac, for the simple fact that she's refused to acknowledge it. To this True. day, if you ask her, she say, BS, that never happened, it's an agenda. She did a Ric Flair. She did not apologize. She stuck her heel in. And I think that's probably what's made it worse. It wasn't the fact that she said, look, I'm sorry, uh, what I said is out of line. And then I'm going to take time out to reevaluate my life. And hopefully I can come back and make it up to you guys or blah, blah, whatever. No, she's just been stubborn and stubborn and stubborn. And because of that, wrestling organizations cannot vouch for her to hire her because she has not apologized for any of the things she said. Because even a woman mm-hmm. that she bullied, she come out and she said, yeah, that did happen to me. So until that happens, she's not going to get back into the major big two promotions. And while... They're desperate for a marquee name. 
So it kind of makes sense because you know, they have they have no will. They're like NWA. If you have no one that gives a shiznit about your product, you uh-huh. pretty much bring on people, bring on an abuser and do what not, you know, and get away with it. So, wow, yeah, do whatever you want to do. Wow. Cyclone says, A-Mac and Sae, a new NXT tag team. Uh, you can be called A&E. It's I love it. Bad. It's not bad. But don't forget, I'm Irish Whip, brother. I will shoot your ass to them ropes and it's good night. One, two, threes. And I'm Tabasco Chumper. <laughs> Anything spicy in my mouth, I spit it out and I look like an old dust brush sometimes. Tabasco Champa, I am. <laughs> Give me back my, was it, was it, was it silver or brownie? Give me Goldie. my bronzy. Give me my bronzy. I want my bronzy. Because, you know, Champa can have goldy. I can have bronzy. Tabasco Champa loves Nah, yeah. Nah, nah. I mean, maybe you have myrrh or something. I don't know. Where would you find some myrrh these days? <laughs> Give me some myrrh. <laughs> Give me some myrrh. Give me some myrrh. That just sounded like this is America. This is America. Uh, America. Listen. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I, I think for Tessa, yeah, we've we've got that nailed on. Really, like, um, it's hard. It, the, the promotions are full a field with the women that she impacted essentially and i think if she did come out and just say i was really young and stupid which she was i mean she's early 20s at this point like Mm -hmm. i think most people would have said you know there's 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 a chance to grow but no um anyway best of luck to wow uh moving along the last bit of news we want to touch on is uh pw insiders report on volta apparently He's in America as we speak. Uh, he was in the United States past weekend, and there was speculation he could be involved in the draft. That didn't ultimately happen, did it, Sat? But no. um, I wouldn't be surprised at the same time to see Volta heading stateside more often. I know that NXT UK, the next two days, tomorrow and Thursday, have their tapings with fans back, as I reported this morning. And I did report last week, by the way. Um, but... That is going to be happening, and I have no idea if Volta is there. I do know that Ilya Dragunov and A-Kid are going at it over the title, which seems to suggest that Volta isn't getting an immediate rematch or anything like that. So maybe we move, and Volta is heading to the main roster at some stage. Or he could, you know, be involved in NXT again. Who knows? But either way, the guy is stateside more often. I do believe, having spoken to him about this several times, he won't just move to America. Um, unless his family situation was to change. Um, I don't think he has any intention of leaving Europe. But who knows? Who knows? Stranger things have happened. I'd love to see the big man get a real run. I've said it before. Volta Lesnar is where the money is. Sat, what do you make of the reports, man? Do you think he's American bound sooner rather than later? I was thinking to what you said, because wasn't it always the reason why he's stuck in like some sort of weird limbo is because he won't move to America. He won't move That's, to America. Yeah. So I don't know, unless Vince McMahon can personally assure him that his quality of life would improve by moving mm-hmm. to America, I guess he's going to be stuck in this weird limbo, which is a shame because now that we've finished the draft, SmackDown needs more main event potential opponents for Roman Reigns because at the moment, the SmackDown side of things in terms of main eventers is quite on the short side. But yeah, I would like to see Volta go to the main roster. I mean, I think he's done everything you can do in NXT UK. I mean, he held a title for for a long, long time. And I, I don't think he should get a rematch because there's nothing for him to prove. Would he fit in NXT 2.0? The way the show currently is, I don't know. Maybe he can give that kind of like 
credibility that the show needs. But at the same time, there's so many dream matches there. Like you said, there's a dream match against Lesnar. There's a dream match against Sheamus. You know, Drew McIntyre just clubbering people left, right, and center. Dream match against Big E, two Big E meaty men Ooh. just smacking mm. each other left, right, and center. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And there's Keith yeah. Lee. Another meeting, man. They're going to be covering each other left, right, and center. This Dijakovic now. You can slapping him you know, left, right, and center. Or maybe carrying cross if that's your bag. Slapping him about left, right, and center, falling and pray and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, <laughs> there's so many opportunities for Volta and stateside. I would love for him to go there. And if WWE can make it work, traveling back and forth, please, let's make it happen. Because NXT UK, he's, he's, he's done. I mean, he's done. He's done. Done. <laughs> I mean, what else could he do in NXT UK? Come on. Like, give us the dream matches that we want. The guy's just coming off a dominant run. It's right there. Uh, thank you very much, guys, for checking in with the news today. Uh, we touched on four bits of news in the end of NXT UK. Uh, I know there were links for tickets. I don't know if they're still available, but I did post them on my Twitter earlier. If you want to try and get to either show the next couple of days, I believe they start at half five is when entry is in the evening. So you could go after work. BT Studios, Stratford, London. Uh, if that is your bag, get on out there. I would love to get there, but I'm very busy because it's Tyson Fury's fight week. Um, other bit of news I wanted to drop in. Uh, and this is Sat Black History Month, right? Yo, what's up? So, yeah. Yo. <laughs> in the uh, UK, yeah. He <laughs> left me hanging there. He left no, no. me no, 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 no. I was like, no, shit, did I get that no, wrong? No, 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 no. I, I was in the fifth. Sorry, you know, the camera, oh, yeah. my yeah, fifth no. was here. So I was like doing this. Yeah. I, I, all I could see was like the thumb. I was like, I'm, I'm assuming he's doing it. No, 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 um, no, no. I'm doing it. Yeah. Black History Month. Brother, what's up? I'm like the Nation of Domination white guy in the crowd. Like, oh, yeah. Man, you know, you're part uh, of the squad. You know, you're part of the squad. <laughs> you're I, uh, but I, I say that to say this. We had Sat as the first special guest on Friday. Every special co-host in October is going to be uh, either an African-American, a black male or female, whatever. But we're going to celebrate our black people in wrestling. So, Sat, I'm very delighted that you were the first, my man. Uh, we're going to have... Phil Lindsay and his new podcast on next Friday, right? The Grapsody pod on Fightful. It's got Righteous Reg, Will Washington in there as well. All three of them are on there. And the week after that, I've got Andrew Thompson. Post Wrestling's Andrew Thompson, one of my favorite guys in the interview game. Uh, he does a great, great job over there for Post Wrestling. So super excited, man, to, to, to showcase these people. And if anybody has any um suggestions or people they want to put forward i'm all ears because we've got two spaces to fill at the end of the month and i absolutely want to show uh how diverse the wrestling space is these days uh there's a lot of great talent to celebrate sir yes amac thanks for being an ally um this is my first opportunity to do you know be in a wrestling game and talk about wrestling and for me i'm so lucky to talk to someone like you who's genuinely incredible at his job so humble so giving dude Brother. i am so lucky no i am lucky see this guy you see on camera when the camera turns off he doesn't turn into a hulk hogan you know he doesn't turn to a cunt <laughs> doesn't turn to a cunt it's like burying me off air and it doesn't tell me i get all the spotlight you get two seconds mate two seconds of speech and you shut your mouth he's giving me an opportunity i sprayed baby oil on my chest and he saw opportunity through that and he gave me the opportunity so thank you so much and you know black history month in the uk and it's hispanic you know month in america we celebrate all people of color but 
this opportunity you're giving people, it means a lot to me. This guy's a genuine guy. I love this guy. When I get to see him in real life, I might give him a bear hug and squeeze him my toothpaste. Mm, and also, yeah. MM said we got Ultra Chat. MM, I did it. Ultra Chat, Absolutely. we have. Absolutely. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I see her losing, her, losing your wits about it. Uh, the Zornies. Ah, the Zornies. We, have, we need a new drawing, Zornies. Um, dear, the d -d -d Daily Boys. Hope you're doing fine. I would like to know your opinion of the women's three-way on Rampage last week. Did you like it? Who did stand out to you? But back to the female tag teams. What teams do you, uh, do you see in AEW's women's division? Lots of love. Thank you, Zornis. Um, That's a good way to finish. I um, So the three-way she'd be talking about, I assume, is Jade Cargill, Nyla Rose, and Thunder Rosa. And... I'm not going to bury it. It wasn't great. Like, I thought it was, I was entertained, but was it like, you know, the smoothest or, yeah. Three ways are like that though, right? Like, it, it can be very difficult to get it going. And Jade is obviously still green. Um, I, I didn't think it was bad at all. You know, like, I enjoyed Rampage very much. Daniel Bryan and Nick Jackson, great. The hair stuff that closed it out and the women in the middle. You know, it, it had enough physicality for me to enjoy it. I think Jade, and I, people will know this from Twitter, I'm a massive proponent of Jade Cargill. I think she's going to be huge. Um, and who doesn't love Thunder Rosa? And Nyla Rose has, has obviously been very accomplished in her AEW run. Didn't know if it gelled amazingly well, but I was entertained. Thunder Rosa, she tried her best for me. She was the MVP of the match. She tried to be the glue holding things together. Uh, Jade Cargill's chair shot was on the Lance Storm scale. <laughs> but it wasn't as bad as Landstorm. But the funny, the weirdest thing is, Amag, I watched Roads to the Top a couple of days ago. Okay, right. So it's going somewhere. Ironically, one of the storyline thread was that Jade Cargill slapped uh, Red Velvet too hard during the dentist show. Remember when? I <laughs> Do remember. remember when? <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. So apparently she slapped her too hard and there was like friction and then Brandy had to heal the rift between Red Velvet and, and, and Jade Cargill. So for me, it's thinking maybe after that, issue i don't know how much made up for tv because you know reality tv show is 50 percent truth and 50 percent you know entertainment so maybe she doesn't want to hurt people because she's still new in the game i don't have to talk her to use a chair you know where's the good points how to make a noise to slap the mat i don't know but sure. maybe she doesn't want to have a reputation as being someone hurting people so i think that's where it is yeah absolutely that um i mean as far as like uh female tag teams what have i seen in aw's division i mean ty j is is a favorite of mine i just like them both i'm a big ty conti guy and a j2 um you know the, the bunny and penelope ford are like this weird union uh yeah I, I don't know it, it would need some fleshing out but i do think that there are potential there reba and jamie hater perhaps where jamie hater becomes the real dominant one i don't know um they've got the numbers now what they didn't have 12 months ago um, and I don't think they'd have to try very hard to defeat WWE's female tag team division. They'd split up Shotzi and Tegan, the first chance they got. Why? Um, I don't know. <sighs> it's very lopsided. When you look at the rosters and who's where, like Shotzi's one of the top faces on SmackDown by default, because really there's her, Naomi, uh, Tony. I see it. And Tony Storm, right? Whereas you've already got Charlotte Flair, Sasha Banks, Shayna Baszler. You know, like they already, it's kind of like, oh, well, who's going to kind of go up against them? Yeah, it's uh, 
It's a tough one. Um, but such is life, Sat. Uh, I mean, I'm not getting my hopes up that WWE are going to do anything with the female tag team division, but I think AEW could make a good run at it. But there's no women's tag team, AMAC. I've, I've, so who? So who's Nikki Ash and who's Rhea Ripley going to face? This is know. like a big issue. Like I, I am a proponent for the women's tag team champions uh, championship titles. Even though people saying there's no prestige, I feel like the Kabuki Warriors did a great job with it. I feel like Bailey and Sasha did a good job with with their title reign. That was a, that was like, a good era. Mm. Yeah. So let's not forget that because I've been reading people saying, "Oh, the title's never been great. Well, cancel the title." Because what happened is, as soon as you cancel the titles, people will start complaining. We need tag titles, especially if AEW get their tag titles. People are never happy. I'm happy with the tag titles. Yes, they are struggling, but Vince. Vince is an equal opportunity offender. He does the same with the men's division as well. There's time when they don't have any tag teams either. So it's part of the course that the women should go through the same thing. So I just hope that this new era, the draft that in a few weeks, they're going to have a few more female tag teams. Maybe Asuka would debut with Eero Shirai as a tag team. That's just me wishful thinking. Mm. You never know. That'll be beautiful and lovely, right? I miss Asuka. Where are you, Asuka? Yeah, where you at, girl? Mm-hmm. Uh, I must, I must say, like I, my, my whole thing with WWE that confuses me from time to time. You got these like uh, rigid tag teams that, that are true tag teams, right? Like Usos, etc. Um, and from time to time, like you know, I always look at it. The Rock and Sock Connection was like one of the greatest things of its era. Well, not exactly they had tag team classics, but it lent so much to the division of the show because there was only one world title. You can't have everyone doing something at one time. Bingo. Have, an, have some alliances time to time. Form some different stories. Go off in different directions. Uh, and I feel like that's what's working really well with Orton and Riddle right now. But too often, WWE kind of gets stuck in a rut and they're like, oh, you know, they're either going for the title or they're not. And it's like, oh, man. So I wish there was more thought into it from time to time. But alas, again, such is life. Uh, we're going to wind things up here, guys, because we've gone 10 minutes over. Um, maybe the hours will return one day. Who knows? I know the year anniversary is approaching this month, though. We can't wait to bring you something great that day. I love how Sat never swears, by the way, and then he just drops C-bombs. C-bombs, no less. He comes in the hottest of the hot. You tuned in. You saw it. I mean, it was warranted. But uh, Sat, I thank you as usual, brother. Where can the good people find you? And they bloody well should on Twitter, by the way. I enjoy this man's wrestling discourse. So should you. Oh, thank you. Uh, I've been doing more film discourse because it's Halloween season. But yeah. I know. At- I like that too. Oh, humbled. At Sat Next to follow me there on Twitter. And we can talk about wrestling, films, whatever. Keep it PG, guys. And do not start attacking my bad ass takes. You know, depending. Sometimes it's bad, sometimes it's good. And also, we're on Twitter at Rest daily w-r-e-s daily or one word please follow us we're building up you know a, a following and we might start doing more you know some some surveys you know should louis dangle be part of the team you know because he did co-found the whole thing <laughs> to do crystal media war games you know should amac change his name to irish whip on on his on his twitter handle you know yeah a lot of interesting things but also shout out to truly heel romeo that's been in the chat shout out to our true heel Professor himself, SP3, who's back mm. tomorrow. You know, the, 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 the original Daily Boys start again. The, the Daily Boys tomorrow. Mm. And Thursday, we've got Lady Dynamite. Oh, Miss Rampage. Oh, I think I mixed the it. two titles together. She's on, yeah. on Thursday and then Friday. Always a special guest. Tune in. We'll know what's going on. Rapsol D. 
Rhapsody, know. baby. Rhapsody mm. on Friday. It's a bit fatal four way. I'm going to be tuning in. Oh, one more. There's a light running. There's a light running. I've closed the document and everything. What's going on? Oh, no. Uh, I, I'm scurrying. Bear with me, everybody. Oh, no. Uh, the, the one time I don't put the Ultra Chat documents on my screen. Listen, oh, it's my. past time. I shouldn't be scurrying like this, but I will. Uh, okay, here we go. It is from... And it's all gone. Oh, that's hard to pronounce. And Soga, looking yeah. forward to the day we can just say wrestler without the extra labels. Until then, thank you to your channels, keeping it diverse and inclusive. Absolutely, man. Um, I've said this before, and, you know, it's not like a... Um, what's the way I want to word this? Like, don't celebrate me or anyone else for highlighting these people. Celebrate the people, man. Like, they are the ones with the talent. Um, when I got this show, that is absolutely... One of the first things that I said, I know I've told this story before, but I was like, Steph Chase, you know, she's somebody, a woman in this space who deserves more attention and, uh, you know, uh, not just attention, but a platform to show what she is and what she can do. Delighted she's done that. Same for SP3. I'd been on his show and I was like, this guy is great. I'm going to work with that guy. And as soon as I saw Sat slathering up his baldy. I said, man, that's the guy for me. <laughs> that is the guy for me. Um, so absolutely, man, talent is talent, but some of these people need to be pushed forward because um, they deserve it. Simple as that, in my opinion. So anyway, thank you very much for joining hey, us, guys. Yes. Uh, Truly Heal Romeo said, WD anniversary show, two hour stream. I see that. I see that. Listen, I'm trying to cook something up. I will take ideas. But I have a I have a general outline of what I would like the year anniversary to look like. Um, just stick with it. Stick with it. I'm going to pitch some ideas. Until then, uh, give us a thumbs up, a subscribe. We appreciate all your custom. Thank you so much for joining us here on Wrestling Daily. Bye-bye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.